Welcome to the Real Talk, Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rashawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y, and we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck, and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. Need to break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now. Rashawn, have you ever seen somebody from your past that it's been like 16 years and then you see them, they look the same, but just older? Oh, yeah. It's insane that you say that. I had a college football buddy uh, that played football with me in junior college, and he went off to the University of North Texas. And we fast forward nine years since then. I looked at his Facebook yesterday, and he doesn't look nowhere near the same. He was super skinny, but now he's a older-looking guy. and <laughs> Like, he has tons of kids, but he looks like wow. – very old and it's like just different but you know he's still an amazing man and yeah he's a guy i treasure so it's so interesting that when you let time happen between the next time you see somebody like for me it was like 16 years and i saw this other guy it's so wild to think and you hear the stories yeah and, you know some people have these stories of great success of how they're doing great they've been married one time they have a bunch of kids and yeah you know they've just got life in a great space and they're happy and they're, they're going for it. And then you hear some people that story after story, mm. their life is full of rejection. It's full of failure. Wow. And the evidence is, is really obvious on their face True. through downcast through just hard lines. And I'm not talking about the smile wrinkles yeah. right around your eyes. I'm talking about the evidence of the life they've lived is, really obvious on their face wow and it's can it be in two ways though sean can someone be some courage i think of inky thomas or inky johnson or he lost his resilience yeah and and he comes back and it changed his life for even the better and like there's so many other stories like that but yeah i totally get what you're saying and here's the thing that everyone needs to hear because so many people coming and when i meet them they're rejected they're dejected they're Mm, feeling like they'll never be able to get back up on the horse of life and start to ride again that's good because they've fallen off so many times been injured been hurt been wounded maybe broke some things and i would just like to submit that our topic today your failure is not final wow is is designed to help you be set free is designed to help you connect to the God of the world, of everything known, of the universe, yeah. is not done. If you're alive, if you are still breathing, then God's not done. That's good. That's good. If you know, you- hell wants to put a period on your life, and they want to highlight all the failures. God in heaven wants to put a dot, 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 because he's not through the story. It's good. It's just in this chapter. But who but God knows What's in the next chapter? Mm. So our lives are stories that are being written, unfolding before our eyes. It's God's love story, no matter how unloving we seem. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, hell wants to make your mistakes your identity. It's good. God wants to, through Christ, be strong through them in a way that looks more like him Mm. than like you. 
You know, the Bible says it's harder for a man to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to go to heaven. Do you know why that is? Tell me why, Sean. That's well, there's good. lots of reasons. But one of the reasons is because a rich man doesn't need God the way a poor man does. A poor man needs to ask God, Lord, bring my food. Lord, give me shelter. Lord, provide a resource or a job that I can earn an income for myself yeah. and people I love. A rich man can go to work or not go to work, can watch their kids or pay a nanny to watch their kids, Yeah. Can doesn't need to pray for God to bring in the manna, doesn't need to, for, to pray for God to bring in the fruit or the food or the money for that day or that week or that much. Yeah. The rich man doesn't need to save up for a vacation, doesn't need to choose between the state fair or Disney World, the state fair or the free park that's in your town. They're all the same to him. Yeah. And so I would just submit that what the devil or what our mind or what people around us want to say is final mm. through our failures, rejections, mistakes, negative experiences, whatever's happened to you to this point in life. God wants to use all of that and walk you through a place to where you discover an identity that is not bound by the failure of the past or the present. It's isn't really bound good. by the way tr people treat you, but is unleashed to give God the freedom to move in whatever way, moving starting now into the next seasons of your life that look like him. And just be available for the box to be broken, for the lid to be taken off. That's good. And for people that may be really obscure or not really a part of your life, or maybe you haven't met them yet, to be part of the next phase of this journey. Man, and Sean, when you talk about that, you know, just stepping into that freedom, it makes me go back to Peter, who adamantly swore to Jesus that he would not, he would not deny him. And uh, Jesus tells him, hey, before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. But what was amazing about that is that he was able to get Peter's eyes back on eternal things. And you see Peter fast forward into the book of Acts. He Release, he's released just like you're talking about and into preaching the gospel and 3,000 people were saved like there's this crazy place where you know we go from failure and then God out of his faithfulness propels us into a, the future that he's called us to live which is in freedom amen that's so good man you know the devil wants to define you by your mistakes it's Set. just it's just the reality he wants to define you by everything negative in your life and come on you know it seems like 75 percent of us naturally go towards the negatives. And so we must be super intentional about bringing the life of Christ in through meditating on the word, through the kind of people that we surround ourselves with to change that, to make it our norm, to go towards God, to go towards the positive, to go towards the light in life mm. that it created us. You know, you may have failed, but you were not a failure. You may uh, have made a mistake, but no matter what anybody says, you're not one. There is a resurrection that is coming to your life if you connect to the dreams that God has for you. That's good. And so many of us have long ago let our dreams die or lay by the wayside. But I want to ask you a question. Who were you before somebody told you who you were supposed to be? Who were you before you failed at something that you thought you were good at wow. and never picked it up again? Who were you before that person told you or made fun of you that you didn't have what it took wow so think about that man as i think about it myself i was everything i believed myself to be 
even if it came from voices that didn't necessarily care for me. You know, man will define you by your worst mistakes. Wow. God will define you by his greatest success in the cross. Mm. He'll define you that you are still worth the life of his son, which we say that a lot. But the reality is if we connect to it just once, it will change us for eternity. Wow. Ain't that true? Ain't that true? So you talked about Simon Peter. You know, the disciples and, and Simon Peter had a way of living and they all had their roles that they played. But when Jesus went to the cross, Simon Peter denied him three times. Mm. And when he came back, he asked him some very simple questions. Peter, do you love me? Well, yeah, I love you. Now, Peter, do you love me? Well, Jesus asked him three times. Not because wow. Jesus was hard of hearing. Not because Jesus had a bad memory. Not because Jesus did not know. Why did he ask Simon Peter? Because love covers a multitude of sins. That's right. And he wanted Peter to know that he's going to call out the elephant in the room. I know you denied me, Peter. I'm a God. I know all things. I know that you denied me. And even with that, I'm not going to reject you. I'm not going to run away from your failures. I'm going to throw it out there in front. And I'm going to look at you and Mm. I'm going to say, Peter, you are the rock, the small rock. The one my church will be built on. That's good. Your life, your calling. Go feed my sheep. So you are not disqualified by even denying the Son of God. If you repent and like Peter, go to him. Hear the hard truths of the reality of what the devil is trying to shame you with. Wow. God will use to heal and bring you up. Mm. Because Peter had to be broken in his flesh to be elevated in his spirit. He had to be broken in his flesh so Christ could shine through instead of his flesh breaking through. That's wow. That's a word, Sean. That, that's a good word right there. And I want to encourage anyone who's out there, um, a prayer that Jesus said over Peter. Uh, he said, you know, Satan is coming to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that you may be strengthened and that you may strengthen your brother. So, be encouraged by that. Peter failed, but his faith didn't fail because Jesus prepared him. Amen. You know, I just want to encourage you that God is not done with you. Mm. Just like Peter, who after this happened and Jesus went back to heaven, he was able to preach at Pentecost and 3,000 people were converted. That's it. This is after his greatest failure. So think about your life. Where have you allowed yourself to be stuck because something you believe about yourself wow. is not consistent with who God says you are. Something about your la- your life or your failures, or maybe your job is not where you think it should be, or maybe you're not even married yet and you feel like you're too old. You've missed your prime. You've missed the opportunity and you're not lovable. What is it that you need to lay down so that you can walk with God in a way that is consistent with who he says you are, not your past, not your circumstance, not even what's in your own mind. It's really good. How did Peter Peter overcome such a major setback? He he severed the ties of his past. He did. Let's do it. And he severed the ties of his identity. Mm. And he hardcore committed, went all in for who God said he was. Because when he listened to Jesus and Jesus redefined him, And he had to really dig deep 
and to say, do I really love you? And when that question was answered, then he was able to receive God's love for him too. Wow. And through that, this, this brother changed the world, man. That's it. And it's still affecting us today, the words he spoke. Amen. And Peter went out with a bang. So think about the areas where you've fallen, where you were defeated, where you sinned, where you feel ruined. Maybe you were a bad parent, terrible spouse. The great news is you may have got what you wanted, and now you're living in a life of sin and the consequences of it. Mm. But you don't have to stay there. True. Because through Christ... You can get what you need. You can get, more importantly, who you need and how you need to live. Mm -mm -mm. So take a break and consider, who is it that God is calling you to be in this next season? Don't be limited by the finances. Don't limit yourself by what you think you're capable of. Don't even limit yourself by the people in your life or your past. It's with God. All things are possible. Write it out. Talk it out. Pray it out. Yeah. Think it out. If you're driving, don't don't write it out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till you come and come back and listen or write it out when you get somewhere. But you don't really got to tweet it that. out either if you're an influencer. Don't tweet it don't out. Don't tweet it. Not while you're driving. Not while you're driving. But if you're not driving, go for it. So, guys, I want you just to, even now, start thanking God for who he's creating you to be, mm. for the future that he is bringing you, for the opportunities to break free of whatever has bound you, the limiting beliefs of who you thought you should be to accept who God has called you to really be. That's good. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. 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 Do you know there is a guy that bought this painting? Steve Wynn, I think is his name. And it was called The Dream by Pablo Picasso. And I think he loved the art so much, he paid like $50 million for it. That's a lot of money. For a painting, $50 million. What could you do with $50 million? What can you not do with $50 million? And then he sold it for, I think, $135 million. 135. That's... You could start orphanages all over the world. You could... So he turned $15 million into... I think it was $50 million. Oh, $50 million. I see. So this man believed that this poster or this painting by Pablo Picasso represented, and if you've ever seen it, it's a real interesting painting. You should look it up, The Dream by Pablo Picasso. And I think eventually it was sold again for $150 wow. million. But my point is, he so needed a representation of his life that he was willing to ex- really expend an obscene amount of money mm. on just a material possession. $150 million. Can you imagine anything that's material worth $150 million. Maybe a country. Maybe curing poverty in Ethiopia. And, you know, food, world hunger. But it, because the dream of whatever he needed was so uh, inside of him, so desiring, and he just thought this so represented his life, he was willing to invest that much. Now, I want that's you to something. think about how much God has invested in you. Because if somebody were to invest $150 million in your dream and you accomplishing it, what could you do? God has given you the very Son of God, the Holy Spirit, and He's invested His life of the Creator of all things that are known and all things that are unknown. And if you can simply step and continue to step away 
from what your past and mm. the people that are negative, even in your own mind, and step into the greatness God has called you to live in. 150 million reasons of why you'll start succeeding. By doing one small thing at a time. That small thing could be getting up early. That small thing is to say no, no, no. Every time a negative thought knocks on the door of your mind to get in. Do, 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 do. Go away. Or you could be even further than Carrie Underwood. You know, she told Jesus to take the wheel. You yeah. could ask Jesus to get the door. Hey, ah. it's not for me. Jesus, would you mind getting that? Because Jesus does not play with people that try to take his kids out. He no. does not play. No. He gets spiritually violent. Oh, man. Come on. I now. mean, he, he does not. He gets spiritually violent with the enemy in the kingdom of darkness. Because yes. he loves his, you know, it's he loves true. the children of God. It's a true story. True story. No one can't snatch us out his hands. So think about why we all can relate to people like David who have failed miserably. People like Peter who denied the very son of God. We can relate to their failures. Because people will often be wowed by our strengths and our talents. But they'll connect to our failures, our weaknesses, and our real authenticity. Mm, mm, mm. And so today I invite you to realize that your failures are not final. That what people say about you does not have to be the end of your story. Yeah. That even what you, your parents, even your mistakes, negative choices, or circumstances do not have to define you. Hey. What can define you? What can define you? Who can define you? Mm-mm-mm. And I think we went over this today in the hopes that there is someone out there. One person, two person, all of you. That has heard this and says, you know, that's true. I don't have to be limited anymore by my mistakes, by my failures. I don't have to live in this constant fear of rejection. Now, you may say, you know, I'm going to go through a hundred days of facing rejection. I'm so motivated to face failure that I'm going to find ways that people can reject me every day. And I'm going to step into it and be as kind and as godly as I can. There is a brother that shared at a conference that we went to. Do you remember his name? I don't either. And he was a good dude. But he shared how he was so ruled by failure and by the fear of failure and mm. by rejection that he would not take risks. He thought he was going to be the next Bill Gates. He thought he was going to do all these amazing things. Mm. But he didn't. He didn't. Because he was paralyzed by his past failure. That's right. And by him and, and it not accomplishing the dreams of being the next Bill Gates or Steve Jobs. Wow. And so he decided to go for it. And he went through 100 days where every day he sought to be rejected so that he would no longer live in the fear of it. It became so normal. And he was able to pass through, press through, spirit, mind, and body. It's funny. He, he would do things like he showed up to one guy's house in Texas where he lived. And he said, you know, the guy's real big because, you know, in Texas, this big man, he, he's got the state flag and it was full size on his shirt. And he shows up with a soccer ball, cleats, and shin guards. And he says, sir, uh, can I play soccer in your backyard? <laughs> really? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he said, can I play soccer? He went to another place and he got, a, he got a fast food hamburger. And he went back up. He said, can I get a refill on my hamburger? <laughs> really? What they, did they give him one? No, but the guy did let him play soccer in his backyard. Nice. Isn't that wild? He's sure, like, go ahead. Man, nobody's ever asked me that. Yeah, go ahead, play soccer. <laughs> he asked That's a policeman awesome. to drive the police car. 
Did he really? To overcome his failures. That's exactly right. I, I guarantee he wouldn't have asked his pilot at Southwest to fly the plane. Funny you say that. <laughs> he was at an air, little airport, little private air, you know, little small airport. And he asked the guy, he's like, are you a pilot? He said, yeah. He's like, can I, can I fly your plane? Turns out this guy had this little gyro plane. And he said, yeah, I'd love to let you fly my plane. He's like, do you know how to fly? He's like, no, I've never flown. So this guy actually got to fly this little gyro with, with some people call a little death trap plane wow. in the air. Because Those are the worst, somebody. right? The smaller the plane, the more... The dangerous it is. Yeah. But, but this guy faced the fear of rejection, and now he has an opportunity to speak all around the world. Really? Yes. Yes. He went to a donut place. And he asked him to make the Olympic the Olympic rings <laughs> donuts. <laughs> the Olympic ring donuts. So to connect all the donuts together to make the Olympic rings. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. <laughs> and the lady actually did it. So he just she, had fun just going to people. He was shocked. And, and some people's kindness wow. and generosity shocked him. That's and I think amazing. we're often shocked by the love and the goodness of God. Because of so many experiences we focused on, say something different. Yeah. And so I always want to encourage everyone listening that God says your failure is not final. So go with what he says is true and let everything else be a lie. Wow. Well, guys, I hope this was amazingly helpful for you today. Come on now. For you today could be the day of new beginnings, Mm. new opportunities where your investment gives you access to resources you've never imagined mm. possible. So do not leave the sight of God changing you without making a decision. That's it. Some of you will say, guys, this is great, and I'm going to share this with our friends, family, and we love this, and you're going to rate and review us on iTunes, which profoundly helps us get the word out. Yeah, big time. But some of you may say, you know, I, I need counseling. And if you live in Oklahoma, we have this counseling practice called New Vision Counseling. And it's newvisioncounseling.live dot live not not live and dot live and you guys can go there. We have a team of counselors that marry biblical principles with cutting edge counseling techniques good. to get you in your story today. True. Well, guys, God bless. And we hope to hear from you soon. And until next time, be real. It's better to follow a leader that's real. Familiar, that's right. right. Wait, that's Craig Wait, wait. Ours, <laughs> ours is Real Talk, Real Walk. Podcast. We're the influencer on the streets. We's the counselor in the office. Where we help you discover what better looks like for you and then create it. And equip you with the tools to create it. Ooh. God bless, guys. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon.